Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Coming up on the Watch Us Thrive podcast. I did show my mom that I loved her and I told her all the time that I loved her but there's still a lot of love that I didn't get to give her yes. and that has helped me be able to be like damn like yeah you know what even though I'm still grieving two years later even though there's no timeline on grief but no. you know I'm grieving two years later and I want this grief to stay with me forever because I want to be able to talk about her all the time and mm-hmm. I want to be able to to show how much I actually love that lady like mm-hmm. that lady was Ellie was everything to me. This episode discusses acts of abortion. Listener discretion is advised. Hey Thrivers, this is your girl Lee Ann and you are tuned in to the Watch Us Thrive podcast, a personal development podcast that talks about mental health, healing from trauma that keeps us stuck in shitty relationships, and how we can reconnect with our inner magic. After overcoming a life-changing event of domestic violence in March of 2021, I now use my voice to share my story to create change and to normalize these uncomfortable conversations around taboo topics. I'm passionate about creating a safe space to talk about the trauma people have experienced and how we can turn our pain into power. I truly believe that you don't need to let your trauma define who you are and you can heal from it. The first step is to talk about it. I also feature amazing guests that I've met along the way of my own healing journey to share their stories of what they've gone through and how they overcame it. We all have a story to tell, and the Watch Us Thrive podcast is a platform to normalize these uncomfortable conversations. Listen to brand new episodes available on all major podcast streaming platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Brand new episodes drop every Tuesday at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and the occasional bonus episode in between. Like I say all the time, we're going to talk about the shit that you don't want to talk about, but it needs to be talked about. Let's get into it. Before we hop into today's episode, I wanted to remind you to follow me on social media. I'm primarily on Instagram, so follow me at Watch Us Thrive Podcast. You can also follow me on TikTok under the same handle, Watch Us Thrive Podcast, and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Finally, follow your girl on Twitter at WUT Podcast underscore what podcast underscore. Be sure to visit my website, WUTPodcast.com. And if you're interested in being a guest on my show, send an email to info at wutpodcast.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Watch Us Thrive podcast. I'm so excited to have this conversation. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who's been supporting this podcast, supporting my Instagram, my Twitter, this platform. You guys really don't understand how much it means to me to understand the movement that I'm trying to create. 
we're just we're fucking lit yo i'm so excited so (laughs) i have right here next to me my best friend jojo jojo oh my god i'm so excited to have this podcast thank you so much (laughs) for being here my love thank you for inviting me yes so jojo has been in my life since 2014 we met when we both worked in the medical field. She was front desk. I was back office. I remember the first time you told me that <laughs> I looked like such a bitch. You did. <laughs> and you don't want to be my friend. I was just like. Well, to be clear, we wouldn't be friends if it weren't for mm-hmm. me. Because I said hi and you kept like walking. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I said hello, <laughs> bitch. Like, I said hello. Yes. Listen, we've grown since then, okay? It's about to be what? Eight years, nine mm-hmm. years, ain't that crazy? We've been through a lot together. A lot. <laughs> and I'm a just, lot. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. So today's episode is titled, How to Thrive in Life While Grieving the Loss of a Loved One. And this episode really means a lot to me because once you hear JoJo's story and what she's gone through, I really think it's going to give you motivation to find the message in the mess. Ooh, I like that. Yes, girl. My life coach. My life coach. So before we get started, JoJo, again, thank you so much for being here. Know this conversation is going to be heavy. You know, you take as much time as you need. You share as much as you want to, but I really just want to honor you for being in this space with me, and I'm just looking forward to having you share your story. Thanks, boo. (laughs) No, I feel like, I guess you could say honored, you know, when people like want to hear your story and they want to hear what you have to say and they want to hear how you've overcome stuff. And honestly, I really don't think that I'm doing much. (laughs) I think I'm just... I think I'm just living and doing what I'm supposed to, I guess. There you go. We're going to get into it. We're (laughs) going to get into it. So I always like starting off my episodes with an introduction. Tell us who is Jojo Rosario. This is your time to shine. Who are you? (laughs) I'm the best. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) Yes, she is. (laughs) um, So I am. When people ask me who I am, I don't know if they want to hear like the professional, what I do. Whatever whatever you want, whatever. All right, well, I am a licensed esthetician, and just recently, I am a PMU artist. Yes, honey. Um, So I'm going to be doing micropigmentation, which is pretty much just permanent makeup, and I own my own business. It's called Gara Skin Artistry. I remember when you gave me the name, The Skin Glow Up, I was like looking for names, and I'm like, what should I name my business? I was like still in school, Mm -hmm. and then you're like, The Skin Glow Up. So it was a skin glow for like mad long. I actually still have that email, a skin glow for Gmail, yeah. But I use it for like the spam and like if I want to sign up for stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, I'm like, I have to like revamp my name. And then it was Gara Aesthetics. So Mm. Gara, even though it means face, it is the initials of my mom. So my mom's name is Carmen um, Ayala. So it's C-A-R for Carmen and then the A for Ayala. Mm Shout out to my cousin Squiddy because he was the one who actually gave me that name. Hey, Squiddy. Um, <laughs> he actually owns his own business too. Yes. Um, and then so, yeah, so he gave me that name. So it was Gara Aesthetics for a while. And then I started school last year for permanent makeup. And I was like, it's not aesthetics anymore. Like just aesthetics. It's, you know, skin art. Yes. So skin artistry was born and I redid my name again. And I do, that's that's my DBA, my LLC name, my business name, my legal business name is Skinfluence. Mm. So, yeah. That's lit. Yeah. Skinfluence. Yeah. So I'm the owner, CEO of Skinfluence LLC. (laughs) DBA, Gara Skin Artistry. Yes. um, Located at 629 Northwood Avenue in Linden, New Jersey. So stop by, say hi, book an appointment, let me slay your face. Let me start you on your skin journey. Oh, I'm so excited to have this conversation. <laughs> Yo, Jojo, you know, it, when it comes to us, we don't tend to big ourselves up. We don't see what others see. Mm-hmm. And me being on the other side of you and just knowing your story and who you are today, I'm so honored to know you. I'm so fucking proud of you. Mm-hmm. I know your mom is so proud of you. Thank you. And I know your mom had a big part in your journey to who you are today. Mm -hmm. So before we get into everything that happened, I always like starting off my episodes with going back to your childhood. Okay. What was your childhood like? What was your teenage life like? What were some things that you witnessed growing up? 
How was your relationship with your mother as a child and into adulthood? Share as much or as little as you're willing to talk about. Ooh. So my childhood, honestly, my childhood was amazing. I have no complaints. You know, obviously when you're younger, you wish you had more. You Mm -hmm. wish, you you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But like my mom, she made sure that my brother and I never wanted for anything. We were so spoiled. We were so spoiled. We were spoiled into adulthood. And that's probably like one of the reasons that we are kind of like the way that we are, especially my brother. But that's like another conversation. <laughs> For another time. Um, but we, um, you know, we've been, we were so spoiled. And I guess it was just like, my mom just wanted to make sure that she gave us everything that mm. she didn't have when she grew up. But like, we went to Disney twice a year. We went to Canada, Dominican Republic, Puerto- we went everywhere. And I was really, I was really a happy kid, I guess. My teenage years, you know, you're rebellious as hell when you're a teenager. Mm-hmm. That's one of the eras, I guess, in my life where I do kind of regret the way that I was with my mom because my mom was really, I don't know, like she was just so, like she wanted to do everything for me. Mm-hmm. And when I was a teenager, I got pregnant in high school and I didn't tell my mom. I was so scared, so scared to disappoint her, you know, because she made sure that she was just like, you know, protect yourself if you have to, if you're going to be doing that stuff and all this stuff. And like, she trusted me. I had a, you know, it was my boyfriend for, he was my boyfriend for since sophomore year in high school. Right. So she trusted me enough. She trusted him enough. And it was just like crazy. So I didn't tell her. I was very far along. I was very far along. And I remember when she found out, it was like someone at her job had told her because that lady's niece was in school with me. And oh like, my God. Yeah. And like, she didn't like me at the time, which is so ironic because we actually really cool now. Really? <laughs> yeah. We're really cool now. Talk about um, growth. Talk about growth. Oh my God. <laughs> and I went through like a really traumatic experience when I was 16 because my mom, she was always the type that like, she wanted to protect me. And she knew that my dad was like the disciplinarian and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So she didn't really want him to like say anything to me. So at first we tried to like, kind of like hide it Mm -hmm. from him. But when we found out that I was like six and a half months pregnant, she was just like, there's no way we can hide it. We have to tell him. He was like upset. And then she's just like, we have to fix this. We there's, there's something that we can do. You're too young. You, You know, you can't have a baby. She was like, making phone calls, doing research. She took me to Atlanta to get an abortion. Um, I had a partial birth abortion. So what Mm. that is, is like when you're in labor regularly now, I don't know about now, I gave birth 10 years ago, but like when you're, when I was in labor, they did, they put this thing in you. It's like a tampon where, so it's like, so open up your cervix. It's called a cervidil. They put 10 of those inside of me. I was 16 Mm. and they sent me, you know, they were like, okay, you come back tomorrow. So I was at the hotel um, with my mom. I was in excruciating pain Mm. which now i know it was labor Mm -hmm. but i didn't know it was labor Mm -hmm. at the time and i'm like mommy i'm like oh my god i'm in so much pain i was like i'm like i have to poop it's not coming out i felt so constipated i'm like oh my god and she just cried and she's just like i can't believe that you're in so much pain Mm. i was just like i like i couldn't believe how much pain i had to i went to the toilet i was pushing 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 even though they told me when you go, you know, when you go home, don't push. But right. I didn't listen because right. what the hell? You're 16. Right. I'm 16 and yeah. I'm in pain. So, right. And that was the only thing that was like alleviating my pain was me pushing. Mm. So then the next morning I went back, they put me to sleep and the baby was gone. For a really long time, I swear to God, like a really long time, every time that I had like a language, not language arts, like an English paper to write and it was like a free topic, I would choose abortion. Mm. And I would try to like talk about abortion because I was so traumatized by that experience. And Mm. I was so, I was like so heartbroken. I felt so empty. Mm. Like I was like, I'm missing something. Like, so I need something. Like Mm -hmm. I'm missing a a kid. And I, you know, you're, I was a kid myself, but I felt like I was missing that. So then that was like the teenage era after high school I went to college and I went to college like right away which probably wasn't a good idea because I didn't I didn't appreciate that I had a free ride not like scholarship wise my parents paid for the whole thing Mm -hmm. and I just wasted it away like Mm -hmm. I was in my door and I wasn't I was dorming and I was in my dorm room sleeping all Mm -hmm. the time like I didn't want to get up for class I didn't want to do anything like I was just like I'm chilling I have free time Mm -hmm. and whatever yeah that was like 
the worst thing I could have done because I probably could have had like a degree by 21 and you know like all my friends and stuff. I think everything happens in our life for a reason which is why mm-hmm. I wanted to have this conversation like first of all I need to like give you your flowers for being so fucking open and talking about something so sensitive and I love that you brought it up because a lot of people don't like to have the abortion talk mm-hmm. and for you to graphically explain what happened in a way that is going to raise awareness I I appreciate you so much for that but yeah it's just it's crazy you know for you to think back to what you did growing up and for you to not have your mom now how does that make you feel that it hurts like it really no it seriously it hurts because everything that I'm doing now I just wish that she was here to see it like I know that she's proud like I know that Mm -hmm. but I wish that she was proud in my face like I wish that she was proud here she was you know what I'm saying like I always felt like she always told me you know I'm so proud of you but that's your mom you now I'm not saying that you're supposed to be proud of your kids but mm-hmm. like it was just like I'm like okay yeah you're saying that because you're my mom but like now I'm actually doing stuff to make her proud and she's not here and like who knows I don't know she yeah she's in I know she's in heaven I, for sure 100 percent, she's in heaven 1000 um but you know I don't know if like you're after you're gone if you're really here to be like oh yeah I'm so proud or if you really feel the proud or if you're just up there living your best heavenly life like I don't know so it's just like I you know people try to comfort me oh your mom's watching over you and your mom's so proud of you yeah I get that but is she really here is she really proud does she really even know you know what I'm doing so it's just like I struggle with that a lot um when she died, I struggled a lot with my faith too. Like we're gonna get there. We're gonna okay. get there. We're gonna get there. <laughs> oh my god, this conversation. See, this is why I tell every every guest, like, I have my set of questions right here, but I don't know where the conversation is gonna go. Mm-hmm. And I love that because it just it happens so authentically. And man, I'm so fucking excited. Okay. <laughs> so thank you for sharing about your childhood. Yeah. Now I want to shift the conversation now to your mother's passing. Okay. And first and foremost, you already know I'm so sorry, Jojo. It thank was her you. birthday yesterday. Mm-hmm. I know she was turned up in heaven. Okay. Party in heaven <laughs> yes. for my mama. Yes. And you know, that pain that you must have in your heart, I don't know how you do it honestly like a lot of you may know some of you don't my mom is a two times breast cancer survivor Mm -hmm. and thank god she's okay you know she she beat it but for you yes for you to have lost your mom especially how it happened Mm. I would love for you to share the story like I said you share as much or as little as you want to and just let my audience know what happened how did you lose your mom so the good thing about it being Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. To almost two years in or, mm-hmm. you know, post loss is that now I can talk about it. I can tell you like every detail from beginning to end without shedding a tear. Yeah. Before, that was a different story. Before I could, oh my God, I would like be crying yeah. and hysterical. Mm-hmm. But when she passed away, so, okay. So I'm going to take you back. It was March of 2020. We had just shut down. Well, you know, school shut down, everything. Her job shut down. Her and Jelani were, Jelani's my daughter, by the way. Her and Jelani were home. And I was like, damn, I want to I want to stay home too. Like, <laughs> what? I don't want to go to work. Mm-hmm. And I was working overnight. I had just started the overnight job in December. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go to work. I'm like, fuck this. Like, I want to stay home with my mom and my kid. And so I started calling out and I was like, I have a cough. And, you know, at that time it was like, if you have a cough or anything, you have to stay right, home. Right. So <laughs> yep. I was calling out. I was like, I have a cough, I have a fever, this, this and that. They were like, stay home. I was getting paid. 
my dad calls calls one day and he's like, yo, I'm on my way home. I'm leaving work early because someone tested positive for COVID. He's mm-hmm. like, I haven't had any contact with them. I, he, he, you know, he's in another department, whatever, but I don't want to take any risk. I'm going home. So he goes home and he's like, I'm going to quarantine. But his perception of like quarantine was like, just not going to work. It right. wasn't staying in the, the, in the house. Right. So he was like going out still to like the supermarkets and buying up all the damn food and all the toilet paper. <laughs> so he did that, whatever. And then I'm like, okay. So I called my job. I'm like, my dad was in contact with someone with COVID and they're like, oh, well, does he have any symptoms? So far, at in the beginning, he didn't have any symptoms. And then he got symptoms. Mm-hmm. My dad got really, really bad. He got so bad that he, like, had passed out one time in the in the supermarket. And one of his friends brought him home. Yeah. And then, so he started, like, showing, like, severe symptoms. He was quarantined in the basement. He didn't come upstairs, whatever. And then I think my brother got symptoms before me. I'm not really too sure. Maybe we started getting them at the same time. But I remember I was on the phone with you. And I'm like, I'm like, I got this shit. <laughs> I'm like, I got this shit. And you know, with my luck is the Rona. Yeah. And you're like, shut up. Yeah, it's not the Rona. And I'm like, I think it is. And it was. Mm. I had that, like, I had like every symptom in the book. One day was that. And the next day it was like the chills. Then mm-hmm. the next day it was like a fever. Mm-hmm. Then after that, like I lost my sense of taste and smell, whatever. And that's when I knew for sure. I was like, fuck, I got this shit. And then my mom was taking care of me. My mom was doing what she does best is like being everything for me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she was. Honestly, I know everybody thinks that they have the best mom in the world. And I'm not taking away from that. But I had the best mom in the world. There is you there is no comparing the love and the way that my mom was like my mom honestly her life was me and my and my brother mm-hmm. and then when Jelani came along it was my it was Jelani too like that was her life that was her that oh, was, was her everything purpose. that was her purpose in yeah. life was yeah. to be a mother to me to be a mother to my brother and to be a grandmother to my daughter mm-hmm. she cared about nothing else that was like it was like god purposely put her on this earth to be my mom like that was like oh I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You, <laughs> if we yeah. gotta stop and take a break, it's fine. Um, but that was like that was her purpose was to be my mom and to be my brother's mom. So she was taking care of me, and we should have been more careful. I want to say like we should have worn the masks more in the house and all that. But when we finally like realized that it was COVID, she did wear a mask and mm-hmm. she wasn't like you know coming in the room. The only time that she came in the room, honestly, was I got really sick and I got pneumonia. I got bilateral pneumonia Mm. and I couldn't walk. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't do anything. And she took me to, she was the one who took me to the the doctor. Mm -hmm. So I was like in close proximity with her then. And then she, the doctor was like, okay, he checked her too because, you know, we were so close. And at the time her lungs were clear. She, all she had like was the she had the the chills and she was coughing a little bit I think Mm -hmm. I'm sorry she had chills and she had a fever Mm -hmm. and so the doctor was like okay I'm gonna give you guys a z-pack he gave us azithromycin he gave us some cough syrup and he gave us arbuterol which is like the inhaler Mm -hmm. so I went home but my mom she took the azithromycin and the cough medicine and not the arbuterol Mm. and while I was getting better I think I was like better by like day three and she was so much worse like she had gotten the pneumonia she was coughing she was just like so bad and like we heard, don't go to the hospital. If you go to the hospital, you're not going to make it out. Mm. So we tried so hard not to take her to the hospital. And then I called the doctor and I'm like, listen, my mom's not getting any better. Can I bring her in? And so that day she told me, she's like, um, she's like, I think I have to go to the hospital. And I'm like, no, let's just see what the doctor says. I'm going to take you today. And, you know, I, I brushed her hair. I, you know, I, I detangled her hair. I helped her get dressed because at this point she just couldn't do it anymore. Um, I helped her walk down the stairs. Like I was walking in front and she was holding on to my, to my shoulders, walking behind me, put her in the car. I took her to the doctor and he took his stethoscope, was, were listening to her, her lungs. And, um, he like jumped up like so fast and he's like, that's not good. And I was like, what the fuck? Her pulse ox was like 77 mm-hmm. and he's just like, he, she has to go to the hospital. And I'm like, what, like, why? I don't understand. And so he's just like, you know, I'm like, I got better. And he's like, yeah, he's like, she's 55. You're 30. You, you're gonna, she's 25 years older than you. You know, you can get over things quicker than she can. Mm -hmm. She had a lot of things going on. Like she had, um, she had diabetes that I did not know about until she was in the hospital. Mm -hmm. She had, um, high blood pressure. She had, um, arthritis. She, she was just like, a ball of like 
conditions that you didn't know about. Well, I knew about some stuff. I just right. didn't know about the diabetes. That, that's what one thing I didn't know about. And I was, like, arguing with the doctors because they called from the hospital. And they were like, yeah, she has diabetes. I'm like, no, she doesn't. Mm. They're like, yeah, she does. And I'm the like, same thing with my no, dad. She... When he broke his leg, we you had didn't no know, fucking right? idea. Mm-hmm. No. And so <sighs> it's just, like, a thing where, like, parents don't want to tell you everything because they don't want to worry you. Yes. And so she, I, I was texting her. She went in on a Monday. I was texting her. Um, she was texting me back. We texted Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Then Thursday came and I was just like texting her and she didn't text me back. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was like so scared. So I called the hospital and they're like, no, she's okay. But, you know, she's flipped on her stomach to give her um, lungs a chance to expand and get air and whatever, whatever. And um, And that was the time that you couldn't go to the hospital. Like this was right in the beginning of COVID. That was the beginning of COVID, yeah. Mm. I couldn't go to the hospital. I couldn't even bring her a charger. Like I was, her phone was dying. Luckily, um... My cousin's girlfriend, fiance, she works there. She's a nurse. And so I was like, can you please like bring her a charger? Can you mm-hmm. check on her for me? And so she did. And my mom was able to charge her phone. And she, you know, she was, she stood there with her. Like, even after my mom was intubated, she like, she, her name is Leslie. She went there. Um, she held my mom's hand. Like, it was just like, since I couldn't do it, she was there. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad that my mom, I know my mom felt lonely. I know she did, but she wasn't alone. Like, Leslie was there with her. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she didn't, they asked her if they, she wanted to FaceTime me. And my mom was like, no, she doesn't want me to see her like, yeah. you know, with a whole bunch of stuff in her face. And then, so after she did go, she went to the ICU and then they put her, they put her um on the, what are those called? The, the intubator? Oh, the vent, yeah. Uh, intubators. That's okay. The ventilators. Um, she, they put her on the ventilator and that's when I start, I was able to like FaceTime her and stuff like that. And I would like pray with her and uh, I would pray over her. And I prayed so much. Oh, my God. I prayed so much. I don't think that I've ever prayed that much in my life. And, you know, I always say, like, God knows my heart. God knows that I do. I firmly believe in God. But I, I'm i not always, like, praying all the time. And, you know, I could do better with that. But I prayed so much. And he's still, like, she still died. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, Why? Why did I pray so hard? Why did I have people praying so hard? Like I had, when I tell you everybody was praying, I remember your aunt, your yeah. aunt called me, your mom, yeah. you know, your family in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. my family in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Everybody was just praying yeah. and she, she still died. And it was just like, what the fuck was that for? Mm. Like, what, what was it for? So that, I, I did struggle a lot with that. Oh man. Like hearing the story again, even though like we spoke of the day that it happened, yeah, we were on the phone. Yeah. It was so crazy because yeah. we were on the phone and I was like... Because she was getting better. Yeah, and she was supposed to be put on dialysis that mm-hmm. day. So I was like, they called me in the morning and they're like, oh, you know, we're going to put her on, on dialysis today. And I'm like, great. So when they called me, they said, we're going to put her on dialysis around six or seven and like we'll keep you updated. So when they... I was on the phone with you, it was probably like five, like mm-hmm. five o'clock yep. and they called me and I was like, I was like, Leanne, I'm going to call you back. I'm going to call you back. They're calling me. And that was the first time in the entire time she was in the hospital that I was like not scared about a phone call from them. Right. And it was that, it was that phone call. Mm-hmm. He's like, is this Jokari Rosario? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I'm so sorry. Your mom passed away. And I was just like, okay. Like I, it didn't hit me. It like, didn't register at all. I was like, okay, thanks. Hung up the phone. And then I'm like, wait, what? I was just like, what it works. Waterworks. It was the yo. Oh my god! It's like a movie. Yeah, it was legit like a movie. Yeah, like I've never. I mean, I've lost people before. Right, but, but to it was, lose your mother is completely that's different. different. Kind of that is so different. First so of all, different. first of all, my hands are so sweaty because I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, just hearing that story, and to see yo, it's only been two years mm-hmm. since you lost your mom. Yeah, and to see you be able to talk about her and still have this light. You know what I mean? Like, stop. Oh, don't make me cry. I'm sorry, but <sighs> I'm just so proud of you, Joe. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to trigger the, the waterworks, but just hearing your story and just like, I feel the pain that you have because I know there's a hole in your heart that will oh, never yeah. be filled, mm-hmm. but I know that your story starts off with pain, but it turns into purpose. Yeah. So now I want to kind of shift, take a breath. I want (laughs) to shift the conversation 
And I want to know. So one thing that my life coach says in her coaching program that I work with, she said this quote and it has stuck with me. Mm -hmm. The message is in the mess. Mm -hmm. Right. And I feel like when we are in our lowest points in life, it's hard to see the silver lining. It's hard to see the blessing in disguise. For me personally, like I'm a survivor of domestic violence. Mm -hmm. And because of the shit that I went through has catapulted me into having this podcast. It's fucking amazing. Word. So for you, I want to know what was your silver lining? What was your message in the mess? I want to talk about when you went viral on TikTok, Mm -hmm. how your business flourished after your mom passed. Please share with my audience more. And when you're done sharing, what is a piece of advice you would give to someone who finds themselves in their season of mess? Okay. So before before anything, I there's this quote that I just heard. I pro- I want to say like a few months ago. He lost his mom also, and he he was like in some show, and he was talking about how the show actually helped him heal. And he was just saying he was like, you know, I'm sorry if I cry. And he was like, all of this grief, grief is the unexpressed love mm. that mm. I never got to, you know, show my mom. Mm. He, and he was like, and I showed her every day. He's like, I told her I loved her every day. And then he was like, but I hope that this grief stays with me forever. Mm. He said, because the grief is the unexpressed love. Mm. And I, oh my God, I re- that resonated with me so much because it's just like, yeah, I did show my mom that I loved her. And I told her all the time that I loved her, but there's still a lot of love that I didn't get to give her. Yes. And that, that's like that has helped me from in a few months too like you know it's helped me be able to be like damn like yeah you know what even though I'm still grieving two years later even though there's no timeline on grief but no. you know I'm grieving two years later and it's I want this grief to stay with me forever because I want to be able to talk about her all the time and mm-hmm. I want to be able to to show how much I actually love that lady like mm-hmm. that lady was that lady was everything to me. Like, that was like, she wasn't just my mom. That was like my sister. That was my best friend. We did everything together. Mm-hmm. We talked about everything. Like, I knew all her secrets. She knew all my secrets. It was just like, I don't know. There was no, that bond was like, is like inexplicable. That bond like transcends death. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, someone told me, someone was like, you've, you've done several lifetimes with your mom. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, next lifetime, it might be the other way around. Like you might be the mom and she might be the daughter, Mm -hmm. but you know, you know, in another lifetime, you guys might be best friends, but you guys have done several lifetimes together. And I firmly believe that because the, the bond that my mom and I had, that shit is like incredible. Mm. Like, I'm so happy. That that warms my heart. Yeah. Oh my God. And I, and I, I do, even though like fuck COVID because COVID really fucked everybody up. Um, I'm so happy that God knows what he's doing because right before she died, I spent that month and a half with her. It was just me and her. Like I sent the minute that my dad was like, oh, you know, someone got exposed to COVID. I sent my daughter to her father's house Mm -hmm. and she was over there. And I spent every waking moment with my mom. Like I woke up with her. We had breakfast together, lunch together, dinner together. We watched Netflix together. We were together every waking moment for an entire month and a half before she before she passed away. And it was just me and her. So it was just like. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, she's passed away, but I was the one who was able to get that last month and a half of her life with her, like, so closely, yeah. you know? Mm. But, um... To um, TikTok. TikTok. Yes. All right. So I want to move this camera so we can see your shirt. Okay. Because <laughs> this is like perfect. So I gave it to God mm-hmm. and I'm going to stick beside him. Okay. Just like he stuck beside me because let me tell you something. God, when I tell you, man, God's going to show you who he is. Mm-hmm. God's going to show you who who's God. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Are you having one of those days where you're struggling Looking for someone to talk to that isn't a friend or family member? Trust me, sis, I've been there and know exactly how you're feeling. Here at the Watch Us Thrive podcast, we are huge advocates for taking care of your mental health. This is why you need to sign up for BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you with what you're going through. There's a huge range of expertise in BetterHelp's more than 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help you may not be able to find in your area. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to find out what are your specific needs and then you'll get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. You can then schedule your secure video and phone sessions with your therapist as well as exchange unlimited messages with them. And remember that everything you share is 100% confidential. You can also request a new therapist at no additional cost anytime. Come join more than 2 million people who have taken charge of bettering their mental health with BetterHelp. Listeners of the Watch Us Thrive podcast have a chance to receive a special offer to get 10% off your very first month at betterhelp.com slash watch us thrive podcast. That's better H E L P dot com slash watch us thrive podcast. Listen, sis, it's time for you to take control of your mental health and get the support that you need. Visit betterhelp.com slash watch us thrive podcast to learn more and sign up today. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. When my mom passed away. I had obviously to go back to work and all that stuff. And I was working overnight and my mom was the one who was staying with Jelani overnight. And it was just like the hardest thing when your mother is the person who helps you the most. I didn't have, I don't have the help from, you know, from anyone. It was just like, my mom was my person. My mom was my help. And I was just like, how the fuck am I going to go back to work overnight you know, take Jelani to dance class and be, I'm so, I'm going to be so tired. And, you know, for a little while I was doing my overnight job and I was doing my business and I was just like, this ain't going to work, man. Mm -hmm. Like I Mm -hmm. just, I can't do this anymore. I'm so tired. I'm so grumpy. Like I was already, you know, my mood, my, my whole thing has shifted. Like I'm do feel like I'm a little angrier, but I am more like I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, (laughs) so I was just like, I can't do this shit anymore. Like I was tired as hell. I'm like, I can't, you know, do my business and, and work at the same time and have Jelani and do all this other shit. So I remember I was sitting in front of Jelani's dance class. She was in, in dance and I had to go to work that night. Like that was, I think that was going to be my first night back or maybe the next night was going to be my next, first night back. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't do this. I'm like, yo. So I started praying. I'm like, God, if this is for me, like, I was just like, I'm going to, I think I'm going to go full time with my business. Mm-hmm. So I told God, I'm like, God, I'm just going to leave it in your hands. Like, if this is meant for me, then I'm going to do it. And if it's not, then I'm going to just go back to the job. Like, it's it's not that big of a deal, but I cannot continue to do both. Like, I can't. And I was like, I don't have anybody to pick her up from school. I don't have anybody to take her to school. Like, it has to be me. It's me. It's me. It's me. So I'm like, okay, God, I'm doing it. I'm going to say, I'm doing it. I sent an email to my job and I'm like, look, effective immediately. I'm resigning from my position. You know, it's for my mental health. It's for the the betterment of my familial situation. I need to do this for me. And so, you know, they were like, you know, we're so, so upset to see you go, but you know, do what's best for you. And like, I always, this is why I love that job. Like I love the staff there, the managers, the human resource. They're so great. They understood, you know, I struggled a lot with like my mental health during the time, like right after my mom died. And then like I was on disability, my, my therapist put me on disability and everything. So I was like, okay, that was like February 10th, I want to say of 2021. And I'm like, all right, God, like, I'm gonna just do it. And like, at that time I didn't really have a big clientele. Like 
I had maybe like five people that was that were coming to me like right. faithfully, consistently. And then the next week, I want to say, was gonna like nine days later was gonna be my mom's birthday, nineteenth. So the eighteenth of last year, February eighteenth of last year, I posted a video, and Jelani's like, "You gotta post videos on TikTok because you know how else are you gonna are people gonna see you?" And I'm like, "Whatever." I had twenty three followers on TikTok, mm-hmm. twenty three, and those were like all people that I knew. Right. So <laughs> I think I was one of them. <laughs> so I'm like. I'm like, all right, whatever. I told Amanda. So Amanda is one of my good friends. Her daughter's father needed a facial. He came in for a facial. And I was like, hey, Amanda, can you stay and like record some videos or whatever? And so I could post on TikTok. So she's like, yeah, sure, whatever. So she stayed a little while. She did the video. She left. And then I recorded the rest of the video. So then I put those two videos together, posted it on TikTok. And then I'm like, ding, 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 <laughs> ding. I'm like, what the fuck is yeah. going on? I'm like, yo, what's going on? Yeah. And it was just like... My follow my followers grew from like twenty three to like fifteen hundred. I'm mm. like, what the hell? <laughs> whatever. And then I already had like I probably had like three thousand followers on Instagram. So I was mm-hmm. like, all right, whatever. When that shit said fifteen thousand, bitch, I said, <laughs> what? Yes. I was like, yo, yes. fifteen thousand followers. And it was just like kept going up, kept going up, kept going up. And I was just like, I couldn't believe it. Then the comments were, it was just like comment after comment after comment. I'm like, what the fuck? They kept tagging like this this dermatologist or whatever. He's like this famous good looking doctor. <laughs> um, and his name is Dr. Shah. Mm. And he duetted my video. It was just like so crazy. So to this day, that video has 31.7 million views. View like oh my 31. God. 31.7 people have seen... 31.7 million. Million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Million. Make sure you put that million. <laughs> have seen my work. You know, and that, that was the first time I went viral. I've gone viral several times, but that one was just like, that's the most views I've I had. I hope had. you guys know I'm in the presence of like a fucking celebrity <laughs> right here, okay? Like, let's not downplay what the fuck she just said. 31.7. So now my TikTok followers are like 306,000? 306,000? From 23. From 23 Yo. followers. 306,000 followers and i'm sure that shit like boosted your business oh what girl it, girl let me tell you something <laughs> when i tell you this is why i said god will show you who god is because mm. he said leave it to me mm. i got you mm. and mm. he had me like it was legit a week later yes. that i went viral and my business just i went from like five consistent clients and hundreds of clients i have hundreds of clients i'm like up over 400 clients and um <laughs> And so it what like this one lady, she came from Texas. Yes. She came from Texas. Yes. I've had people come from Texas, from Maryland, Delaware, Brooklyn, mm. Queens, mm. Philly. Mm. Just mm. it's just like so I'm like, you came there's estheticians where you where you are. Yes. Like there's estheticians where you're from. You can easily go to them, but they can't they drive to me. Like mm-hmm. I have clients that come to me they'll drive over an hour to see me that's such a blessing man that's really such a blessing like i don't take that lightly i don't i don't even brag about like i don't like to be like yeah i'm you know i see people whatever Mm -hmm. it's not like that like i really am so blessed to have the clientele that i have do have i had like some crazies yes but (laughs) i am so blessed to have the clientele that i have my consistent clients that come every single month they pay what they pay. I've increased my prices. They pay my prices. They tip me. They bring me food. Like I have clients that bring me food. They bring me coffee. They're. I just. I love my clients. Like yeah. seriously, I do. I really love my clients. I'm so happy to hear that, yo. Do you guys understand the the vision of this episode? She lost her mom. She put in her notice. She didn't know what the fuck she was gonna do next, mm-hmm. and she surrendered. And gave it to God, whoever you pray to, whether it's Allah, Buddha, Mm -hmm. spirit, source, universe, whoever, we believe in God. Right. But when you surrender and you just stop trying to control your life, Mm -hmm. I promise you, if you have good intentions and you do shit with purpose and not for like greed of making money. God is going to bless you. That's a fact. One thousand percent. If you, if you just whoever, like, like she said, whoever you believe in, um, you know, obviously you have to have faith. So your faith will see you through. Like it's it, your faith will carry you if you just because obviously you there's no fear and faith. Like mm. those two don't those two things don't go together. Woo! You cannot, yeah, you cannot have faith and be fearful. Yes. You ha- if you're gonna have faith, you have to like faith. And so that was my my faith was like. You know what? Yeah, I'm a little scared, but fuck that. 
like fuck my fear. God got me no matter what. And God has carried me. Let me say something. God has carried me through even before my mom passed away. Like I saw God working in my life, but the way that he's worked in my life this time. And it was just like, okay, I know like, yes, it hurts that my mom's not here, mm-hmm. but I know that all that stuff happens for a reason because when my, after my mom died, there's nothing like nothing bad has happened. Everything has been just good. Mm-hmm. Everything has been. And it was just like, okay, maybe it is for me to, I don't know, like surrender my life, my entire life to God the mm-hmm. way that I'm, you know, supposed to. Yeah. But yeah, if you have like, if you have the faith, man, and if you have good intentions, because honestly, the reason I charge is because I have to make a living, obviously, you know? Listen, yesterday's price is not today's price. It's not today's price. price. Okay. But um, <laughs> I would, do, I honestly would do this shit for free. Like yeah. if, if someone asked me, you know, hey, let's go, you know, they do like medical missions and stuff. That, and they were like, let's do let's do a spa mission in like a poor country mm-hmm. and you know, do facials. I would do that shit. Like yes. I would do this shit for free. I just love to do it. I love what I do. Yes. And to get paid to to do what I love is just a blessing in and itself. You found your purpose. You oh, found absolutely. It. I love this conversation. It's so good. <laughs> and I love that, you know, earlier you said that you were angry with God, mm-hmm. but he still came through for you. Oh, absolutely. And that is like that is God. Like he's not, mm-hmm. he's you could be angry. You could be upset you can be why why did you do this he's always gonna come through for you no matter what and he's not gonna judge you right so many people were like oh don't say like my dad it was so crazy because my dad was so dramatic when my so the day that my mom died my aunt called me i don't know like i wasn't in the state to be calling everybody and be like oh my Mm -hmm. mom died um i was just like i remember i was crying and my dad was like the one talking on the phone to people and telling everybody like what was going on and stuff and she calls me she's like oh my gosh she's like tell me it's not true or whatever and i'm like yeah it's true and i'm like i'm like titi i prayed so hard i was like why the fuck did i pray so hard for and i'm like i'm like he he didn't listen i was like god didn't answer my prayers he's he didn't listen to me and so my father was like no no it was like a novella he was like no no, they got so don't say that. He's like, God's gonna strike you dead. And, mm. and he was like, God's gonna punish you. And I'm like, this is a fucking punishment already. Mm. And I was just like, I was like, I can't believe this, whatever. And so he's telling his friend, he's like, no, she's rebellious. She's it's okay for me to to feel that way. Yes. God understands why I feel the way that I feel, and God understands what I just went through, what I experienced, and he knows who my mom was to me, obviously. Right. And he knows, like, when I, I was like, God, I'm so angry with you. I remember you put that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so angry. I'm so angry with you. I'm like, God, I am so angry. But I know that I need you. And I know that God is the only way that I'm, I've am i been able to, like, function. Because mm-hmm. if I didn't know God, I probably would have committed some, some type of suicide. Mm-hmm. Like, I probably would have. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I, yeah. I function. Like, I honestly don't know how I function to this day. Yeah. Like, it's just a miracle of God. Yeah. <laughs> yo, that's a perfect segue into my next question. Like, yo. Oh, God, I know you here, Carmen. I know you here. Thank you. Rest in paradise. Your daughter is such a ray of light, and I'm so glad to know her, yo. Okay, I don't want to start crying again. Thanks, sis. <laughs> All right, so I want to know, what was your aha moment? When did you realize that you had to continue? You're like, you're a mom, you're a business owner, you're doing all of this shit. How did you realize that you had to continue with your life despite experiencing such loss how did you move forward and what is one piece of advice you would give to someone who is in a similar situation honestly i don't know if i've had an aha moment Mm. i mean maybe i had the aha moment when i realized that like i'm i can't make a living I, i like i need to be there for my kid like let me say something my daughter is was just as attached to my mother she was like that was her bestie. Yeah. That was like, they did everything together. Yeah. That was like her mom. Yeah. Pretty much. Yep. So it was just like, I wanted, I wanted to, I think it was like around her birthday when she was, she had stayed with her dad for like six months. And so ar- around her birthday, she came back home and I'm like, okay, kid, it's just me and you now. Yeah. Like, you know, I have to make sure that I wanted to keep her lifestyle kind of similar. Right. And my mom, my mom spoiled us. She spoiled my daughter. She spoiled her so much. And I'm like, damn, like, I have to do something to make sure that I don't go broke trying to spoil this kid. Right. And trying to, like, you know, just keep up with the lifestyle that my mom provided for us. Mm-hmm. So I would say that that's probably my aha moment. Yeah. I don't really, I don't know. Like, it wasn't like a light bulb went off and was like, yo, you got to keep going. Right. It was just like, that was just like a survival thing. Life like, just goes on. Yeah. It was know? just like yeah. fight or flight. You know what I'm You're saying? Right. So it was just right. like, I had, I did what I had to do. It wasn't really like, okay. Like, I never 
there are still days to this day like if i'm alone in my house mm-hmm. i'm going to be in my bed yeah i don't there's days i don't want to get up i don't want to do anything mm-hmm. like i just want to just honestly like yesterday was one of those days mm-hmm. yesterday is my mom's birthday of course people called me and text and like i didn't answer the phone i didn't want to i didn't want to talk to people yep. um i got up just because like that's what we do we, we go to dinner for her birthday and everything but honestly if my brother would have been like hey I can't make it to dinner, you know, cause he was with his girlfriend. So his girlfriend just lost her, her dad actually. Mm-hmm. And so if he would have been like, you know, we can't go to dinner. I'd have been like, okay, I'm, I'm going to stay in bed. Like right. I'm perfectly fine staying in bed because right. I just, it, it was one of those days. Yeah. And there's, I have a lot of those days, but it's just like, you know, if I, I feel like I feel most accomplished if I get up, Th- that's it. Like right. that is my accomplishment for the day is right. I got out of bed. Right. Even if I'm like, there's some, yo, there's some days, honestly, where I'm just like, I get out of bed, but just move to the couch. Like I don't shower. I, there's days where I don't fucking feel like doing anything. Like showering is just too much. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Like, yes. you know what I'm saying? Yes. And that's okay for like, I've spoken to people where they're like, I don't, there's some days I don't, I don't, I don't shower. I don't brush my teeth. I don't, you know, wash my hair or whatever. That shit is okay. Like as your accomplishment is to just get up, just get out of bed. Yes. Like just, you know, even if it's change for your like, t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Like shit. Even if you just go and use the fucking bathroom, Yes. that is a, that is an accomplishment because you got up and like, you know, maybe tomorrow you'll get up and shower. And then, right. you know, the next day, maybe you might exfoliate. Maybe, right. then, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like baby steps, yes. but don't ever let anyone tell you that what you're doing and the way that you're grieving is wrong because mm-hmm. it's not. There is no right, right way to grieve. There is no time frame in grieving. Mm-hmm. You can grieve for as long as you want. You can grieve. Shit, you can, you'll be grieving forever. If it's someone like, you know what I'm saying? Like my aunt passed away in 2014. I grieved her loss, of course. I mourned her. She was one of my, like, one of my favorite aunts. And I th- honestly, I think that also what got me through like my mom's death is the fact that my cousin, my cousin is one of the strongest people that I know. It was just him and his mom. She didn't, he, it, his father wasn't in the picture. He didn't have like siblings or anything. It was just him and his mother. And his mother was a single mother. She got her master's. She made sure that she got him like out of Newark. You know what I'm saying? Like she bought a house in Newark, but it was like North Newark. And it was like, you know, it was just a step up from where they were. Mm-hmm. And when she passed away, I saw him cry maybe you know, one time, two times, mm-hmm. but he handled what he had to handle. He did his business and, you know, he went on to get his master's and yeah, like yes. my cousin is the epitome of what I would want, like in a husband, really. He right. is such a good husband. He is such a great father. He is such a hard worker. He's a hustler. He's so smart. He has his shit together. He owns his house that his mom had mm-hmm. and he owns a house in Union. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just, he is who I look up to in terms of like, my grief process and like if he could do it then you know i could do it too amen and if you could do it anyone else and if, could do it if You're i could do it, it anybody could do it, it. Yes. anybody could do it really that, like it's so it's so nice to hear the pain to purpose the the message in the mess and mm-hmm. i'm just i love this conversation so much okay so next question what has been the hardest lesson you've learned as an adult especially after the loss of your mother a hard lesson mm-hmm. um i mean i think i i think you should learn this lesson early on but like i feel like as an adult you really learn this lesson it's just like not everybody has the same heart as you do mm. not everybody and that's you know you you hear that a lot like there's yep. memes on the, on fucking instagram about yep. it <laughs> not everyone has the same heart as you do not everyone processes things the way that you do not everybody has the same mindset as you do so like for example when we stop talking to each other for it wasn't even a year. No, it wasn't even like a year. Six months or something. Yeah. yeah. You were going through your shit, but I had no idea. Yeah. And I was just like, well, fuck her. Right. Because it was just like, you know, how could you, and I had just lost my mom, how could you stop yeah. talking to me? Yeah. And like, and then, but at the same time, I was like, you know what? I don't give a fuck because I got my own shit going on. Right. So whatever. I didn't, I had no idea what you were going through. I had like the slightest clue. But then we don't have, like, you know, if, if, it, if we had the same mindset both of us would have been like yo what the fuck is going on right like why are we not why are we not yes. speaking to each other exactly. <laughs> like what the fuck stubborn, happened stubborn. right <laughs> so it's just like the only person i swear to god the only person that has consistently texted me every single day seeing fire like every single day is my mom's brother since my mom has died every single day, even it's, he has it on like, I feel like auto thing. It's mm-hmm. like, how are you today? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm good. How are you? And he's like, I'm good. Or I'm okay. 
I'm at my neighbor's house, whatever. He texts me every single day. But like people, they mean well, they mean to check on you, but it doesn't always happen like that. And that's okay. I don't check on everybody. I got my own shit going on, but he is the only person that has been like consistently checking on me and whatever. But like, that's just it. Don't take it personal when people don't check on you. Mm. People have their own shit going on, man. Right. Like, right. you never know what someone is going through. That's so true. You never know what someone's going through. Like, you come see me to get a facial, and I'm like, hey, what's up? Da, 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 da. And I'm just like, deep down inside, I'm like dying. I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to be here. I yeah. just want to be in my bed because yeah. I miss my mom. And yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many things. Like, when I graduate, or when I graduated, but when I was done with my program for micropigmentation, at school, I was like, happy and whatever and then like when I went home I was crying mm-hmm. and I was like I really wish that my mom was like here to see that like yeah. you know what I'm saying so you really people never you never know what someone is going through like they could seem so happy and like they got all their shit together and like they're holding it you know they're holding it together but they're fucking falling apart man yeah. you just got to be compassionate with people absolutely yeah. absolutely like compassion is definitely something that I've learned so i mean that would be the thing like that i've learned as an adult is like compassion you have to be compassionate for people because like you like i said no you don't know what someone's going through so you just have to be nice man like it doesn't it's free to be nice Mm -hmm. to someone like it's (laughs) so free yeah it costs you nothing to be fucking nice like especially in this world and this that's a whole nother conversation for another day we're not even gonna go down that rabbit hole just be fucking nice and compassionate right and understanding okay right all right, so I want to stay on this feel good vibes. We're mm-hmm. getting, you know, we're starting to wrap up this this podcast. So I want to know what is your definition of thriving? Because we're on the Watch Us Thrive podcast. <laughs> what does it look like for you? Living and not existing. Mm, say it again. Yep, living, yes. living and not existing. Yeah, that's my definition of thriving. Because, like I said before, I, there's days where you know my goal, my only goal is to get out of bed, and I think that's thriving. You know, there's a lot of people that like they lose someone and like they turn to alcohol, they Mm. turn to drugs, Mm. they, Mm. you know, they, they really like spiral downhill. And the fact that I didn't do either. Yes. And the fact that I'm still, you know, thriving. Yeah. That's thriving to me. That's really thriving. That's, that's so powerful. I love that you brought that up because, you know, there's two sides that you can, you know, fall down to. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. can go down the rabbit hole of, you know, substance abuse or promiscuity mm-hmm. or, you know, self-harm. You can do Absolutely. all the negative shit because yeah. you don't want to feel that pain. You want right. to numb that shit out. Yeah. Or you can have your pain to purpose story mm-hmm. like Miss Jojo right here yeah. and show you <laughs> that even in your darkest moments, you can still come out on top. Mm-hmm. So good. All right. If you could go back to your 18 to 21 year old self, Knowing what you know today, what is one piece of advice you would tell her? Buy Bitcoin. <laughs> yes. yes. Bitcoin. Yes. <laughs> no, seriously. So, um, you remember my, um, yes. mm-hmm. he's a damn millionaire. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And he told me, yo, he told he's like, yo, he's like, buy Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin. I'm like, I'm the like, fuck yeah, is okay. Bitcoin? like whatever. <laughs> and this is when Bitcoin was only like seven hundred dollars. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I ain't got the money. Like, you know, I didn't really have I had the money. I just didn't feel like right. I wanted to invest it really. Right. Um, because I didn't know anything about investing. And then Bitcoin is worth like sixty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so if I had like one piece of advice, honestly, to tell my like my younger self my 18 to 21 year old self first of all is just like invest your coins bro like you know and you know you never you never know what is gonna happen you never know because things are constantly changing and evolving and stuff like that so like when i was 18 the economy wasn't the way that it was that it is now Mm -hmm. so you people weren't really thinking like that and like investing wasn't big and all that shit so like knowing what i know now i would just be smarter with like my money really because whoever says that money can't buy happiness is a motherfucking liar you can give me your money because something. if i had a lot of money like i mean i'm i'm comfortable yeah but if i had a lot of money i'd be happier like i would be doing who let me say something if i had enough money i'd be on vacation every day and who is not happy on vacation okay if you're if money doesn't buy your happiness please give it to me buy mine (laughs) please buy mine because I need, I need some money, okay? Yes. That's a whole conversation for another day, but honestly, like, your mindset mm-hmm. coincides with how you spend your money. That's okay? a fact. We gonna talk about that another day. I'm looking for a sugar daddy, too, by the way. <laughs> so, if you wanna be my sugar daddy 
and you know, give me some Listen, give me an allowance. I'm gonna leave all her information in the show notes so you can follow my sis and slide in her DMs. Slide, slide in this DM. Yes. Slide in this DM. Yes. Okay. You can't I, want no sugar though, because I, I I'm no not sugar, give it no up. sugar. <laughs> a little bit of Splenda, maybe. That's it. And a little bit of Splenda. That's if you get. Mm. Uh, might right. not even be that. All right, that's enough. <laughs> Couple more questions. Okay. All right. Share an affirmation or a mantra that you practice daily and why? Psalm 46, I want to say it's um God is within her, she will not fall. I have to practice that and I have to firmly believe that because as long as I have God, I will be okay. I will not fail. Even though failing is okay, failing yes, is, is a part of the process. Yes, but as long as I have God, I'm not gonna stay down for too long. Amen. Mm. This is such a good episode, man. (laughs) All right. Final question before I have you plug yourself into my audience. Okay. And it might be a heavy question. So take your time. If you had the opportunity to say something directly to your mother, Mm. what would you want to tell her? Shit. There's a lot that I would want to say to her. But one thing that I... It's okay. Let it out. One thing that I do want to tell her is that Obviously, I love her. I love her so much. Like, I love her so much. And I'm really, really sorry for if, like, I've ever disappointed her Mm. or I ever hurt her feelings Mm. because that was never my intention. Like, you know, obviously, as a teenager, you say a lot of shit that's, like, hurtful. Yeah. But I never wanted to hurt my mom. Like, the only thing I ever wanted was to make her proud. And that was that's probably what I would say to her. Like, I love you and, you know, I hope I'm making you proud you and I'm are. sorry you for are. hurting your feelings because I know she was hurt mm. I know she 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 went through a lot in her life yeah. so I never wanted to add to that you know girl <laughs> I am so grateful for you to come on here and be so open and so honest and so vulnerable I know this podcast is going to be so impactful in so many ways so I just want to give you your flowers I love you so much I I know your mother is so fucking proud of you she is celebrating you she is here in this room she's with you everywhere that you go and you know your life since her passing has just proven to you that you have a permanent guardian angel with you and I'm so fucking proud Thank you. Please <laughs> stop with the tears. Oh my God, I don't want to do it trying. again. I'm trying. It's okay. It's okay. So, like I said, thank you so much, JoJo. This was amazing. I want my audience to, where can we find you online? What are you doing? Big yourself up, plug in all your socials. Please <laughs> let us know where we can find more JoJo. Okay. So, um, you can follow me at the Jersey Esthetician on Instagram. The Esthetician is with an A, A E S. And then you can find me on TikTok uh, at Jersey Esthetician without the T-H-E in the front. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I like. That's really what I'm on. I mean, if you want to follow me on my personal page, my my personal page is jukebox.joe. Yes. The reason my name is jukebox.joe <laughs> is because it's J-O. I just know all the songs. Like everyone's always telling me that I know like all the lyrics to mm-hmm. all the songs. And I just love music. And if music was a love language, that would be mine. Yeah, follow me. I don't have a Twitter, even though I probably should have a Twitter. You should, because Twitter um, spaces are lit, bro. Yeah, They're I don't look lit. into it. It's just, you know what it is. It's just, I'm, I just, I don't have the like energy to just yeah. put it all into. No, like, and you found your media. home with TikTok. Like, oh that, yeah, that's your fan base right there. So yeah. if you're looking to get your skin popping like her, she ain't got no filter on. No please. filter. <laughs> please book with my <laughs> sis. Please follow her. And Jojo, I love you so much. I love you too. Thank you so much. We have to do this again. Not such a heavy episode next time because, you know, I really wanted to just spread your story and just show people that there is a message in the mess. So thank you. Thank you for having me. You've reached the end of today's episode and I'm so glad you checked it out. If you love this new episode, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That's the best way to get my show out to new listeners. You can let me know what topics you'd like to hear in the future or just show your girl some love. Share this episode with anyone you think will resonate with it. I'm super active online and love hearing from the listeners. So follow me at Watch Us Thrive Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And you can also follow me on Twitter, WUT Podcast underscore. A quick reminder, if you're interested in being a guest on the show, send an email to info at 
wutpodcast.com and be sure to check out my website wutpodcast.com to stay up to date with new episodes weekly blog posts and more as always brand new episodes of the watch us live podcast premiere every tuesday at 5 a.m eastern standard time sending you love light and healing with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.